Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. If you're watching on YouTube, you may notice that we're like our our little Mornings of the Masters set <laughs> is getting inch by inch closer. Yeah. We actually have some empty walls behind us, so if you have any thoughts for either art or a sign with a message in it, feel free to comment those. We're welcome to um, advice on that. Actually, you know, in our previous house, we had asked the YouTube audience, like, hey, what what should we get on our, like, floor mat, mm-hmm. like, for the entryway? And we actually picked someone's idea. Yeah, and we went so with cute. it. So yeah. if you have any good ideas for any type of wall art or anything, we're trying to figure Let it us out. Know. Yeah. yeah. Corners are always interesting. Yeah, they're super interesting. But anyways, we're picking back up with New Morning Mercies, and Tori's going to take it from here. Yes, yeah, let's do it. Today's devotional says this. God calls you to believe... And then works with zeal to craft you into a person who really does live by faith. I don't know how much you've thought about this, but faith isn't natural for you and me. Doubt is natural. Fear is natural. Living on the basis of your collected experience is natural. Pushing the current catalog of personal what-ifs through your mind before you go to sleep or when you wake up in the morning is natural. Living based on the thinking of your brain and your physical senses is natural. Envying the life of someone else and wondering why it isn't your life is natural. Wishing that you are more sovereign over people, situations, and locations than you ever will be is natural. Manipulating your way into personal control so you can guarantee that you will get what you think you need is natural. Looking horizontally for the peace that you will only ever find vertically is natural. Anxiously wishing for change and things that you have no ability to change is natural. Giving way to despondency, discouragement, depression, or despair is natural. Numbing yourself with busyness, material things, media, food, or some other substance is natural. Lowering your standards to deal with your disappointment is natural. But faith simply isn't natural to Mm. us. So, In grace, God grants us to believe. As Paul says in Ephesians 2.8, faith really is the gift of God. There is no more counterintuitive function to the average sin-damaged human being than faith in God. Sure, we'll put our faith in a lot of things, but not in a God we cannot see or hear, who makes promises so grand they seem impossible to keep. God gives us the power to first believe, but He doesn't stop there. By grace, he works in the situations, locations, and relationships of our everyday lives to craft, hammer, bend, and mold us into people who build life based on the radical belief that he really does exist and he really does reward those who seek him. Next time you face the unexpected, a moment of difficulty you really don't want to go through, remember That such a moment doesn't picture a God who has forgotten you, but one who is near to you and doing in you a very good thing. He is rescuing you from thinking that you can live the life you were meant to live while relying on the inadequate resources of your wisdom, experience, righteousness, and strength. He is transforming you into a person who lives a life shaped by radical God-centered faith. He is the ultimate craftsman, and we are his clay. He will not take us off his wheel until his fingers have molded us 
into those who really do believe and do not doubt. Yeah, this is so good. I love it. I love that line of he is the ultimate craftsman and we are his clay. We are being molded into the purposes and plans and image of what he desires for us, not what we desire for ourselves. And mm-hmm. Tor and I heard this quote at a conference. I'm going to, I'm going to butcher it a little bit, but basically the teacher was just kind of calling us all out, basically saying like, we all want a godly marriage without God. Yeah. And there's so many things that we want, but it's like without God, we're not doing it with God. We're not doing it through his power and through his spirit. Right. And because that stuff isn't natural to us. And the part that I really just pulled from this devotional was that like, there's so many things that we had to learn how to do in our lives. Like we had to learn how to walk. Like we had to learn how to drive. We had to learn how to learn. You had to learn how to speak. You had to learn the alphabet. You had to learn numbers. You have to learn math. You have to learn to write. All these things are things that we learn. And guess what? We spend time practicing it and we get better at it. And that's like, okay, cool. Now you do it. But when it comes to our faith walk, we sometimes are just like, okay, I'm not going to invest in learning how to do this. I'm just kind of expecting it to happen naturally. naturally. And it's not natural, as the author just pointed out to this. And so it's a great reminder for us to like, hey, like, we're going to we're gonna put our time and effort into all these things, like learning how to do this or practicing how to, you know, learn this instrument or going to school for this, but we're not spending that same intentional time trying to learn how to build our faith, trying yeah. to learn to better trust God, trying to learn the the deep truths that will help us in deep hardship. And yeah. I think this is just such a practical explanation for us to say, oh, wait a second. Like I did have to learn how to play that sport. I did have to learn how to, I don't know, like shave my beard. Girls had to learn how to put on makeup. So you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But like when it comes to our faith walk, we're not always as willing to learn, especially as we become adults. And like, that doesn't mean that we don't want to learn. We're just not thinking about it. We're not actively thinking, oh, I need to actually practice this and study it and I will get better at it. Yeah, that's so good. And I just, I don't know. It's just fun to meditate on the fact that when we rely on our natural senses, that's when it's fear. That's when it's worry. That's when Mm -hmm. it's questioning. That's when it's comparison and then flip it on its head. And it's like, when we're living in the spirit, that's when there's peace. That's when there's Mm -hmm. vision. That's when there's joy. And it's not dependent on our circumstances at all. It's literally dependent on the spirit of God who gives us those things. And how often we're just not living in the spirit. We're living in our flesh when we were supposed to have died to our flesh the moment that we accepted Christ. And so I think it's that that daily remembrance that I have to die again and again and again to my natural instincts, my mm-hmm. sinful flesh and ask the Lord. Like, I love that verse where it's like, help me father with my unbelief. Like, mm-hmm. That verse comes to me all the time when we're believing for something that feels impossible. It's like, Lord, help me with my unbelief. It's something we can ask him for. We can ask him, Lord, increase my faith. Like, I want to understand. I want to go deeper. I want to trust you more. Please help me because in my own strength, it's not natural. In my own strength, I can't do it. But with you, with your gift, you can help me. And so asking him for that every single day and diving into his word and learning about the men and women of faith in the Bible and 
taking on their practices. It's like there's so much there that we will continually learn day by day if we take the time to actually invest and say, okay, if I want to increase my faith, if I want to trust God more, then there's some steps that actually have to take place. When Psalm 119 verses 19 11 says, how is a young person to keep their way pure? No other way, but storing your word in our hearts so that we won't sin against you. It's like we, we store it and then we, there's fruit that comes because of it. And so I know you all are understanding this and Tori and I understand it, but it's such a great reminder to us to not just like get into this posture of like, okay, we're like young adults or adults and we're in our work setting or we're in our relationship. And now I've arrived and I don't, I don't have to keep practicing these things. Cause I just like, I'm here and I, I'm just going to do it naturally when it's not a passive trait for us. It's something that we have to actively apply yeah. and then we'll see the fruit just like tending to a garden. You don't just plant some seeds and just say, have fun, like yeah. go do your thing. No, we like, we, you tend to it and it's a good thing and work is a good thing. And I just get all excited about the the process of working on this mm-hmm. versus just expecting it to happen because yeah. we don't want to be entitled Christians. Mm-hmm. We don't want to be these believers who are walking around saying, well, why didn't God bless me? Like, oh, I, I deserve that. Or like, I just don't understand anything. It's like, no, well, let's try to understand. Yeah. Let's, let's dig deep in prayer. Let's dig deep. And if that requires fasting, let's, let's do what we need to do to feel closer mm-hmm. to him. Cause yeah. you know, just like we pointed out in the first plan we did as we started this year is like, what is all this for? Mm-hmm. You know, are we doing this just so we can get the car or go on a couple cool dates or like, are we doing this to feel close to God? And I think that's a great heart posture kind of gut check to be like, Oh wow. Okay. Wait a second. I got lost in my way a little bit mm-hmm. where these were the things that I was esteeming that are important for me to have, mm-hmm. but no, I need to not pursue what's just good. I need to pursue what's better and be yeah. at the feet of Jesus. Amen. Want to pray that out? I do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for the gift of faith today, Father. We pray that as we pursue you, as we read your word, as we press into your presence, Father, that you would increase our faith, that you would give us eyes to see the ways that you're working, ears to hear your voice, and a heart that is open and ready to receive, Father. We just pray that your Holy Spirit would be so active within us that all the things that are natural to our flesh would die and that we would be able to operate fully in your spirit so that faith actually starts to become our natural response, Father. Lord, we cannot do this without you, so we pray this in the powerful and mighty name of Jesus. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When now's that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we're talking to you tomorrow. Talk scenes. Talk scenes.